the musical. I can sing that whole musical okay. episode, start to finish. <laughs> Hello and a very special welcome to episode 24 of The Lazy Couch. This is a weekly podcast covering the latest in technology, the internet, movies and much more. My name is Jeff Kim and I'm with my co-host Kelvin Lee and we're recording on Wednesday 22nd of July in Sydney, Australia. So, this is a very special episode, Kelvin. Yes, we may sound a little different because we are in a different secret location this time around. In the bunker. In the bunker, yeah, underground. Yes. Um, we do have a special guest and uh, we'll be chatting with her mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a few moments. But um, this episode is going to be sort of similar to the Comic-Con one, where we're going to be really focused on one particular thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we'll do is we'll quickly, we'll quickly give you a couple of follow-up items, a couple of updates, but we will be looking into a, fun, a couple of good things, like, you know, Joss Whedon, the whole Marvel Universe, and we're going to be reviewing Ant-Man. So there's lots to do today. Yes. And what is the follow-up item? Uh, you wrote a blog post this week. I, I did. Yeah. I wrote a blog post. Yeah. Was it about uh, punching sharks at all? <laughs> I wish it was. It was uh, would have been more timely. So as, as, a, as a big follow-up from last week's Comic-Con episode, there was just so much we spoke about. So I thought it would be a good idea for me to put together a couple of thoughts that we had around some of the trailers, some mm. of my favorite videos. So that's up at the website. Go check it out at mm-hmm. thelazycouch.com. You know that already. Um, and let me know what you think. The yeah. other sort of uh, quick follow-up is a couple of episodes ago, we spoke about an upcoming movie called Uncle, which is the United Nations... Ugh, I was going to fall. Something, we forgot Something, already. Yeah, forgot. This is the man from Uncle. The man from Uncle. Yes. So they put out a five-minute trailer um, to follow up from the first trailer, and it basically was the entire movie. Yeah, interesting timing because uh, Clark Kent is the, yeah. is the main person, main actor. Yeah. So um, go have a look. We'll put that up onto our show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I received an Android M update to my Nexus 5. Mm. So I thought we'd quickly go through that really quickly in terms of some of the fixes they put in um, and what's coming up. So the first thing you get is visual voicemail. So you basically, um, if you get a voicemail, you no longer have to call the service. I'm guessing this is probably only uh, available in France at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically you get like a play button. So it kind of looks like a player. Is this the same thing as the very first iPhone got in 2007? Is this what this is? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I've never used it because it's like, who uses voicemail these days? But I remember watching the, uh, the keynote from Steve Jobs, 2007. And when they were calling, you know, Phil Schiller and, uh, Johnny Ive, they were featuring. The visual voicemail. That's exactly what they called it as well. Wow. So um, uh, Google is bringing back something from the yes. dead. Okay, there you go. Um, a couple of minor things. You can now rotate the home screen, which is something you can't do in the iOS device. Oh, but, interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, they killed the option to switch between the light theme and the dark theme. Okay. I think they played around with it and they figured that the light theme is probably better for battery life and it's probably visually more appealing. Okay. Um, what else? Um, they fixed the app drawer. It was initially um, sorted by alphabets, but it was kind of weird if you only had one app under E, for example. So mm-hmm. this is like it didn't stand out. So they actually compiled it all back to how it was. Um, you can now delete screenshots um, right after you take them. You don't have to go into the Photos app, look for it, and delete it. Okay. Um, a couple of updates to the notification system. Um, you can now manage your RAM um, if you wanted to go that way. Um, you can now reset your network settings. I was getting a few issues with it um, when I was trying to connect to our secure Wi-Fi at work. So hopefully that will help resolve a few issues. Um, minor updates. 
But basically, it's it's a good sort of. Uh, I think they gave you a lot of uh, options in the first preview of Android M. Now it's just really locking down some of the things um, they want to sort of refine before they go public with Android M. Sure. So the big question from me, Kelvin.、Mm-hmm. What does M stand for now? We still don't know. We still don't know. Okay. I think there was a bit of a tease in this article from Android Pit, but I was reading the article over and over again. It was nothing. Nothing.、Um, it could mean I don't know. The only thing that I can see M here is there's a bigger focus now on mobile payments. So maybe that's a thing. Yeah. Maybe they're still、uh, working out a deal with some company, confectionery、yeah. company.、Um, I'll stick in marshmallows. Okay. Nice and soft. It's a soft update. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna kick it over to、uh, our special guest. And it, we're gonna be just waiting out, pretty much. So in this week's episode, we have a special guest,、um, Jeff and I. You know, it's our first time having a guest, so no pressure there. I'd like to introduce、Hi. Emily Gutierrez. Hello. Hi, Emily. Welcome. Thank you.、Welcome. So,、um, how did this come about?、Um, so we were talking about Ant Man and everything Marvel, and、um, she basically revealed she's probably the biggest Joss Whedon fan I know.、Mm-hmm, that's、uh, a big call. Yeah, I know a few of them. So, but I'm、right. old school Joss Whedon.、Like. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're definitely <laughs> gonna test、back. your knowledge. Yeah, I know. Oh God. So it's it's gonna be on the internet. So、um, I feel like I'm not. I'm very like. Like specific Joss Whedon, like、okay. this, this scares me. You can't select what you like about Joss Whedon. It's it's all of him or nothing. Isn't that the definition of what you like, though? <laughs> that you get to choose what you like. <laughs> so for those for those for the, for the listeners who don't know who Joss Whedon is, I think we've got to sort of go into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.、Um, so we've got a couple of things lined up. We're going to look at some of his top some of his projects that he's worked on before. Some you may know, some definitely I didn't know of.、Um, so. When when did you? What was your first Joss Whedon experience? What was what was the the thing that caught you on to Joss? So I my my love for Joss goes back to I think 1992 when、Ooh. he um but earlier for him because he um obviously created Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is my all time favorite hands down never ever will be defeated love、mm-hmm. of anything.、Um, But 92 is pre Buffy, isn't it? He isn't did、right? the movie, so he he, he,、oh, he did didn't he? actually like the movie. It、oh. was Kazooie Enterprises. He had with,、uh, issues、Kristen、with those. Swanston. Yes, and、yeah. Luke Perry, and as Kevin knows, Luke Perry has touched my ribcage. I, I actually have a story about that. Did <gasps> he touch my ribcage? No, about <laughs> Luke Perry. Else, did, did someone else touch your ribcage? Do <laughs> you want to talk about? No, the Luke Perry angle. So、um, when I was growing up, apparently I got my friends to watch that movie in the cinemas. <gasps>、mm-hmm. And everyone hated it, and then I, they I decided to. I think I was the only one that did. Well, like I kind of like. I think I liked it as well, and this is one of the reasons why people started calling me Pike, because that was his yeah, Luke Perry's character.、Yeah. So that really stuck through my high school days. Pike isn't a name; it's a fish. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> so you're saying Luke Perry ruined your high school? Yeah,、Life. I'm Luke Perry. I had these like marks on my forehead, and no,、yeah. I didn't.、Uh, <laughs> no, so basically, I um, I have a love back then. Even though he had took issue with the movie, I think. What really like resounded with me was just the whole idea, and you know she was pretty kick-ass, even though you know the fighting was pretty. I'm like I'm doing, you can't really visualize, but this was literally what the vampires do in the movie. It's, it's true. It's <laughs> so think think of think of what Emily is doing as T-Rexes, basically. Yeah, just T-Rexes yeah, jumping. Yeah. <laughs>、um, but yeah, so when I found out later, years later, that he obviously was taking the reins of the the series, I was pretty. 
excited. And um, what was that gap between the movie and the series? I think the series was 1998. Was it? Yeah, you know, we're going to have listeners like, uh, <laughs> you know, emailing us. Like, Emily was. It not- was when. No, Sarah Michelle Gellar was actually, I think, around 16 years old when she started oh, as Buffy. Which is actually crazy, yeah. Child labor jobs. I know, but. um, And then obviously it has, like, famous. So, people. Was, was, was SMG and anything else big before that? It was, like, her first big sort of yeah, breakthrough yeah. role, wasn't it? Yeah, and sh- she. Is Buffy like I always say? There are probably two people in the world I would cry if I met, which is going to sound scary uh-huh. about my taste. But um, I, but I Sarah Michelle Gellar definitely would be. And Jaws. And Jaws. Yeah, I'd I, I would I would be more like very happy. I'd just be like, actually, I cried when I had a photo with Cordelia as well. So I'm going to say I'll probably cry when I meet a lot of people. Well, so <laughs> Cordelia is. A character on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and she right? went into Angel as a main character as well. Uh, she was evil, right? She's that witch. She turned evil in the latest, uh, later series uh, of Angel. Yeah. So Emily, I've I've met Joss Whedon. What? Well, I've seen him in the flesh. I haven't. I didn't actually sh- shake hands. Or they anything. they hang out. They go for barbecues. See? Yeah, that's true. So it's, you wait. You saw him at South by Southwest. South by Southwest. He was doing. This was just after he did Avengers, but also Cabin in the Woods. Have you seen that movie yet? Mm-hmm. You know about it? No. You don't even know about Cabin in the Woods? Oh, no, actually, I think I've heard of it. It's like a horror... Yeah, I'm not a big... I get. I watch horror movies like this. So. No, but this is, like, hilarious. It's like, it's oh, like okay. uh, The and, Evil Dead. And for those who don't know, like, this means covering her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get Emily used to the whole... No one can see what she's doing uh, yeah. on <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> All right, so should we go to get into the top ten Joss Whedon yeah. projects? Okay. Yeah. So, so we got a we got a top ten list from the website whatculture.com, and um, I think what we'll do is we'll go through what they think is the top ten. We'll talk about what we think mm. should be in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, number ten, Agents of Shield. I never caught on with Agents of Shield. I watched the first two episodes and I just bombed. I just couldn't do it. It was mm. just so bad. I'm of the same thing. Like I was had really high hopes for Agents of Shield, and then I the same. I kind of dropped off from it, and I can't really put a finger on how. It didn't resound with me because it was just like I, it had everything. Yeah, I know everything we wanted, except actual superheroes, and you know it was just hard to to sort of follow, especially when he supposedly died. I forgot the agent's name, the lead character for oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he was meant to have died. He, um, what's, oh shit, what's oh, his name? Agent Karst. Carson. Karst. Carson. Anyway, yeah, something like that. Something oh. like that. Hang on. So what's uh, Joss Whedon's involvement with it? He's producer, producer, producer um, okay. of Agents of Shield. Did he write any of it? I think he was pretty Phil heavily. Coulson. Phil Coulson. Thank Coulson. you very much. Good old Google saves us again. Okay. Um, so yeah, so he's the lead in that. But I've heard it gets better. I think now they're on season four, maybe. Yeah, it's it gets really good reviews, and I feel like follow some of them on Twitter. They're pretty fun. Follow. <laughs> Follow someone on Twitter. So the other one is Nothing I Know About, but Much Ado About Nothing. Apparently like it's... Like the title. <laughs> like the title. I know yeah. nothing about Much Ado About Nothing. Shakespeare, apparently? Yeah. It's mm. a, I haven't actually seen it, but um, it does have some of the favorites from Angel. So it has um, Amy Acker and Alexis Denisov. Yep. Um, I've actually seen it. Are you serious? I've seen the movie, yeah, because... Uh, I think Ellie was a big fan. Right. And uh, we went and watched it. It was in the cinemas. Like, yeah, the yeah. I was, I was playing yeah. with Chrissy and I just didn't. So it's all in black and white. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember. I think, uh, is the whole script like Shakespeare? I think it is. 
But it's meant to They haven't actually um, updated the... And it has Nathan Fillion in it, Yeah. It? I love him. Who's Nathan? He's um, Caleb in Buffy. Oh, right. So this is the thing that... Also Firefly. But oh, yeah. also Firefly, which we'll talk about in a sec. Mm. But apparently, so when Joss likes you as an actor, he likes you. Yeah. Like, he uses you over and over again. Yeah. Um, so you're yeah. going to see a lot of that. Like I was saying to you before, <laughs> Kelvin, like, Eliza Dushku, he loved in Buffy. And so literally, he, I think the, the myth is that he created Dollhouse for her with her in mind okay. and just basically just yeah. was like yeah I love you so much have a TV series I don't, I don't mind her so that's good <laughs> um, and number 8 we have Age of Ultron mm. Um, mm. you know it was it was a good sort of very formulated type movie I think Marvel at that point in time knew what was going to work and what wasn't so I think it was a very safe movie which is why I think it sort of probably deserves to be a number 8 I just really don't get the Black Widow Hulk thing still. It's still freaking me out. I'm just like, where did that come from? So many gifts on that. So many scary gifts on that. This I think they what? needed a love story and no one else really fit in. Yeah, but in uh, the first Avengers, it was uh, Scarlet and... And Hawkeye. Hawkeye, wasn't it? And yeah. then he got a wife and yeah. children. That's why uh, I think... Who's the actor? Jeremy... Renner? Ray- Renner. Renner, yeah. He called... Didn't he jokingly call her a whore or something? You know, yeah. Anyway, something like that. <laughs> yeah, so she's basically going to sleep with everyone in the Avengers. Yeah. Um, Angel, at number seven. Don't, don't agree with this at all. Oh, but, it should know, be higher? It should be higher. Should be I higher. mean, <laughs> I, I do agree Angel had its faults. It went a bit, like, it went a bit off track at times, but, you know, true fans stuck with it, and so, the last season, I think, was a bit mm. low. So how many seasons did Angel get? I think it was five in the end. Wow. Yeah. So did it run in parallel with Buffy or was it after Buffy? It ran in parallel, but then it kept going after Buffy ended as well. Mm. Um, so there was a few crossovers, like Angel in one of the last, I think it was the last episode of Buffy, he came back and, you know. Ah, did a, did a crossover. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty, It's you know, for people like me, it was pretty amazing. Who's, who's the main guy? Bo- David Boronez. Boronez. Yeah. yeah. Do you follow him? He's... What's he on? Like uh, um, Bones. Bones, yeah. Oh, yeah, Bones. That was him. And yeah. Nathan's on the other one. I always get confused between Castle. Them. Castle. So they've both gone yeah. on to... Bigger and better be, things. I don't know. About, I don't know little about bigger or better. They've both gone on to be TV cops with, like, sassy sidekicks. Mm. Or sassy partners. Sorry, not sidekicks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good segue into Serenity at number six. So I remember watching Serenity in the movie because I never watched Fire. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch Firefly, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see what the hype was about. It was a general okay B grade type movie, but apparently it was what the fans wanted, especially those who didn't get a chance to sort of, you know, get season two of Firefly. So Firefly was basically this super popular sci-fi space cowboy type. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Yes. But it never that. got backed for a second season. So no. fans went crazy. So what they it was did get a in return. Fox series, wasn't it? It was Fox. Yeah. No idea why Fox didn't want to do it. But they came back with Serenity the movie instead. So I guess it was just like a, a you know, to make up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, number five is a really funny one. Has anyone seen Dr. Horrible's sing along blog? No. No, I can't It is say I have. the most uh, sort of left wing, outside the box type. Um, sing-along blog it's show. It's like a musical, isn't it? Yeah, so it had Neil Patrick Harris in it. So it was a musical where he played a villain um, and I couldn't tell whether it was for adults or kids. It was just messed up. So I don't know where that came out of um, Josh Whedon's mm. brain. I mean... Yes. There's a character called Captain Hammer 
Yeah. And I'm just reading that the hammer is his penis. Okay. <laughs> thank so, you, Joss. Thank you, Joss, for that. Um, so we'll leave it as that. Um, don't know why it's number five above classics like Angel, apparently. Um, so number four, Dollhouse. Which is interesting that Dollhouse has been ranked here above Angel, I think. Um, it didn't have as many series, obviously, as well. It, um, and a lot of people received it really badly, I think. Yeah. Know, a lot of people didn't like Dollhouse. So I watched dollhouse sporadically the concept is basically they're assassins for hire yeah but they're created right so between every mission they get their memories wiped yeah something like that it's been it's been years since i watched dollhouse but um and basically you know she goes yeah off Uh, off, like um she remembers yeah it's kind of like an alias kind of thing yeah yeah but they're more manufactured all right yeah so, so I mean that that went on for a couple of seasons, and then obviously, Whedon's big one, Avengers, at number three. I'm guessing that's what really propelled him into mainstream stardom. You would think. Yeah. Um, it's probably his biggest movie to date. I would think. Definitely, and you know, my commitment to Avengers. I think you know, I've I've almost lost friends over Avengers because so many people <laughs> hate Avengers. In really? my opinion, yeah, I have heaps yeah. of friends, and I like I can't understand. I just can't see their point of view and. Literally had a guy the other day, um, my mate, say, "If only Emily, you just told me you didn't like Avengers, I could understand you so much more." And I was just like, <laughs> wow. I, "I don't understand where you're coming what, from." It's, what did they not like, like about it? They just too many superheroes. I think is the feedback they get, they get too, a lot. Saying, I was like, but that's the whole point. Exactly, saying there's too many superheroes, like saying a football match is too many goals, like it just doesn't <laughs> I just, work. I, it frustrates me. I'm like, you, you're missing it. You're missing yeah. the point. And and I, th- I think we're going to chat about this soon in our Ant-Man review, but I would argue that Avengers possibly has the best villain from a Marvel Universe perspective. I think Loki was amazing. Oh, yeah, he's... Yeah. Mm. So, and babe. And, and, and a ba- babe. I've met him too. What? Uh, wait, wait, wait. You can't you can't just drop that and not... not there was a, a Marvel Studios uh, special screening of something or other, and he was there, Q&A. Oh, really? I think it was a popcorn taxi event. Ah, yeah. cool. So Jeff gets to meet all the celebrities. It's what he does, apparently. Secret celebrity. So this is where it gets a bit controversial. Um, Buffy is not number one, Emily. Yeah. It's not number two. How do you feel about that? I feel someone's gone very <laughs> wrong somewhere in their life, and this mm. is what's led them to this decision. <laughs> um, as I was saying to you guys before, Buffy is just the best like it has what tv show has a musical episode where literally they sing the whole episode but then on the flip side has a like um hush the episode where it's they don't speak the whole episode as well okay and what they they mime their way throughout the whole episode oh it's amazing like they literally just have to mime and do like they act just as if you essentially their voices get taken by demons Okay. And so they they literally just mime and ride on boards and stuff the whole episode and So what you're saying is they could basically have gotten away with anything. And but they pull it off. Like that's the thing is and I, th- I think a lot of people's issues again as Angel, I think a common theme with Joss Whedon's things is that he gets on in his episode and his seasons and he goes a bit like off off course mm-hmm. and he does crazy things that don't really resonate with the with the um, series, but he got back on track. Season seven was solid. You know, it was there. Um, so I'm guessing the only TV series that can rival Buffy's popularity is X Files. Did they ever have a musical? 
there was one that was based on a musical, kinda. Like they sort of like break into song and dance. The whole thing wasn't a musical, but yeah. Oh, right. So the Buffy musical literally yeah. they sung the whole episode because mm. a demon made them sing. Like right. so <laughs> the demon always gives them a good excuse to do anything. So how many, like seven seasons in all? Seven seasons. And was just the like the producer for the whole time or I think he wasn't always the main producer thing, but he always had mm. a say and always. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's very much like Joss Whedon, right? Yes. Out of producer. everything, all all the stuff that he's yeah, done. Yeah. yeah. And um you know, and I and I since have been a diehard fan. Like I even went to a James Marsden concert, you know, Spot who plays Spike. Um, Wait, he's a, a singer and an actor? Yeah, he. it was, oh my God, it was the best concert and slash the worst concert I've ever been to because <laughs> he refused to play the, um, the, you know, Let Me Rest in Peace, which was his main song in the musical. Okay. And it's like every, the, everyone in, you could tell everyone in the audience, like in the audience, in the kind of weird concert setup that they had was um, there to hear that. And he just was like, I'm an artist and I, I don't, I know that I'm known for that, but I, I want to be known for something more. And so he sung basically creepy songs about his life experiences, about taking super fans home to his hotel room. Nice. Wow. So, so is he as emo in real life as he is in the yeah, movie? Yeah, he had the spike get up on. Like he had, like he didn't have peroxide blonde hair, yeah. but he had black t-shirt, black jeans. Like it was, and everyone was just there being like, bloody sing rest in peace already. Sing that song. <laughs> so he's, he's song. British, right? No, he's American. Oh, right. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Kind of reminds me when I went to Future Music Festival and Psy was up there and he refused to sing. No. Yes. He actually started out with all his new songs and no one really gave a crap. Oh, what? And everyone just started going, Gangnam Style, Gangnam Style. And he sang it twice. See, give the people what they want. <laughs> but, yeah, but I'm an artist. That's a new hashtag. Mm-hmm. Um, and Firefly. So, I never watched Firefly. No, Fire, I, Fire, I, Firefly. I Firefly. Which um, I think means... Does that mean I'm a bad Oh, really? Fan? No. Seriously? I think you'll like it. Yeah, I think I need to go back and watch it. I mean, I would agree with this uh, number one <laughs> placing just because I've seen it a few times now. It's only like yeah. 20 seasons, uh, 20 episodes, something like that. So that's that's the, so I did a bit of research. That's the argument that's happening mm. on, online at the moment is that how can you put Fireflies number one? The story was never complete. Um, you know, they never ordered season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and Buffy had seven long seasons. So I, I, I think it's just to sort of get controversial with this one. But I, it probably is attached to different kind of audiences. One being yeah. sci-fi and one being... Well, I mean, more... I've seen Buffy, I guess I can't say I've seen every episode. But in terms of quality in the writing and the acting and the production, just I think... So which was first? Uh, Buffy, like, although now, you know, yeah. when you see it so much, you can pick up little things. Like, you can see, like, the microphone coming into the screen. I've seen it a few <laughs> really? times in Buffy and everything. But yeah. it's, production-wise, it's amazing. Like, yeah. and the writing, and it's mm. solid. Even even their dress sense. It's very, <laughs> even like, their dress they sense. all have their very down-to-a-T. Mm. And it was all practical effects as well, right? It was all people in bad sort of... Makeup and them getting stabbed in the heart and blowing up. Yeah, I guess. yeah. That was the real they, vampires. They yeah. um, but no, they they went into dust. It was much. Oh, uh, it's much, dust. Um, it's much cleaner option. Maybe not for asthmatics, like, but um, <laughs> than true blood. Yeah. Yeah. No. 
So yeah, so, so that's that's probably a good look into Joss Whedon. I think for those who don't know, that was probably really good. Um, so let's talk about Ant Man. So we we've all watched Ant Man. Um, we're we're gonna have we're gonna do the usual. We're gonna have a non spoiler review, and then after the show, you can catch the full rant about what we really think about some of the plots and, mm-hmm. and actors and and stories. So what do we all think? Jeff, do you want to get us started? What did I think? I I really liked it. Yeah, I um, second that. Yes, mm-hmm. bit slow to begin with, maybe, but uh, you could just see all the Edgar Wright moments. Um, because he uh, maybe we sh- it's it's worthwhile pointing out that he left two months before shooting. I, and I feel sad yeah. about that because yeah. he, w- he was so evident. His kind of genius, comic genius, was flowing through, and yeah. Yeah. So, so I think let's talk a bit about Edgar Wright. So he's done things like Shaun of the Dead, Hot yeah. Fizz, like all-time like really good Simon mm-hmm. Pegg comedy movies. Um, so the rumor is he's been wanting to do Ant Man for almost ten years now, and it's quite. So, so Emily and I watched it with a colleague, um, Manuel, and we were trying to explain the concept of Ant Man. And I can imagine Edgar trying to do this with all the you know Warner Brothers of the world. So he's a guy that can talk to ants and also shrink himself down to the size of an ant. And he worked on that for 10 years to probably get that sold into the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe. So it, it, it was really, you're right, it's really sad that he couldn't really see his pet project through yeah. all the way. So I think uh, from what I've read, um, I think Marvel were okay with it. It was when Disney took over, that's when they started having issues with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think they did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, right? Disney, was that a Disney movie? It sounds like one. <laughs> um, and uh, I read that uh, what Edgar Wright wanted was an ant actually turning into a human instead of the other way around. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, so that would have been pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, no. So it's it's definitely had its moments in the movie where you know there was a formula, mm-hmm. that very familiar formula you see in Avengers and Thor and Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about the actors a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, in the in quite possibly the first thirty seconds or so, you see Michael Douglas. Oh, how good was that? Yeah. Yeah, that, and he the effects were really were good. Like, this was nineteen eighty nine. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Wasn't it? yeah. Uh, and I have to call out. I do love that Peggy was in yes. the start. I do love Peggy. So Agent, I was like, Woo! Agent, Agent Carter. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So just putting her. In, I feel like in a way she's someone that kind of ties everything together mm. because she fits across so much. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I really like So for those who don't know, Agent Carter was from Captain America. Um, she was the, how would you say, she was assigned to sort of look out for Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, she's that secret agent. She has her own TV show coming yeah, soon. Yeah, no, she does. I've she does. Seen, already. I've seen already, it, yeah. actually. Agent it's Carter. really um, good. And it's, and it's got it's amazing reviews as well. Yeah. So I think it's, it was really good for the movie in the first scene or so to cover off what the origins of the pin particles are and why it never really stayed with um, S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. and why he hid it away. So so that was really good. Can I just mention uh, Howard Stark? Yes. Mm. Howard Stark. So it was that guy from Mad Men, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think last time we saw Howard Stark, it was a totally different guy. Do you remember this? Yeah, it was yeah. the other actor, the young. Um, <laughs> the guy with the really good mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I do know his name. And they keep on switching the actors. Yeah, because so he like, was in the video that Iron Man had to watch yeah. in order, I think in yeah. three, and Iron Man 3. So it was him. It was yeah. the uh, madman guy. Mm. Um, so yeah, they keep switching it around, which is kind of confusing. <laughs> yeah. So the timelines are kind of weird as well, because Captain America happened in the 50s or 60s. And this is, yeah, and this is 1989. Mm. 
Um, and so it's it's something that we might have to stitch together sometime. But what do you guys think about Paul? Um, I I mean, I, I, have, I have two minds about this because I love him, like I do, but I, I feel like he's... I, I'm, I'm always going to love Ryan. him. But yeah, I'm yeah. always going to love him. Like, so... Yeah. I don't really know how to review him. <laughs> I, I, it's, Paul Rudd, like, he was Paul Rudd. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing... He's guess- got such a sparkly, twinkly yeah. eye. And yeah, he was... Always has that like, humor. And he was Paul Rudd writing Paul Rudds because he yeah. did over a lot of the writing. Yeah, I mean, it was he was just writing for himself. There was there was there were some scenes where it was almost too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this really spoils anything, but there was one scene where he came and he went, I met this a bit awkward, didn't I? And then he did that whole thumbs up thing and it was like so weird, so out of... Yeah, so they just put it there because Paul Rudd thought it was funny and you could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think talking, I think really shout out actor-wise is um, Michael Penner, who yeah, was like the comedic. He's cellmate. Amazing. Yeah. And I was... Today, I was, like, killing myself trying to think where I'd know him from, like, because I hadn't seen any of the movies he'd been in, and he's from The Shield. And I was just like, how? Like, it's just because... Plays a serious guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think it was, that was why it was so hard for me to Mm. place him, because it is so different, but he was excellent. Yeah. I really enjoyed And what about Hope Pym, Mm. the daughter of Hank? I, I didn't really like how they treated the character. Mm-hmm. I thought she was okay in it. Um, we're not going to reveal too much. can't handle her haircut. I was always saying to you, it's giving me flashbacks of Kate Blanchett, yeah. Kingdom of the Lost Girl. Like, it's just like, oh, I can't go back uh, yeah. there. I can't yeah. go back there. No more Indiana Jones, seriously. But um, I think because of the haircut, though, I kind of f- forgot that it was Evangeline Lilly because she's not the greatest of actors, right? Is it like... She's no. okay, but... She did some yeah. serious looks in that movie. Mm. Like that first one, um, when it was like with Cross and like... Yeah. And then it was, she just gave... Like, I don't know who she was giving the look to, but I was like, ooh, I wouldn't want to be on the end of that. <laughs> no, no. You, I, I think I agree with Jeff. There were some moments where... So so basically, Hope um, plays sort of a... We won't reveal too much, but she is trying to infiltrate sort of, you know... Uh, the bad guy, basically. Um, and there were some scenes where she was trying to say, you know, he, he's got my trust. And she's like, uh-huh, you know, I can I can do this. Uh, you know, he trusts me. And so it was all very forced, I almost thought, some of her acting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Oh, wait, no, this is the non-spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to drop a spoiler. Sorry. Guys. No, it's OK. No, we'll, we'll come back to it. So that, <laughs> that gives you more reason to stay on the show and uh, figure out what we talk about at the end. Mm-hmm. What about the bad guy? Darren Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm the yellow jacket. The yellow jacket. about him because... He was a bit just meh. There. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he was he in was House of Cards. From here to here. Like, it was just like, oh, I'm normal. And then, whoa, yeah. <laughs> I'm bad guy. Yeah. So so the, the, I think that we can talk about the pace of the movie as well. It mm-hmm. was quite inconsistent. I thought that it jumped around a little bit. Like, it started yeah. out quite slow, and then that escalated quick. Almost as if yeah. a director was on a project and he left. <laughs> Almost like that, right? Yeah. Almost a little like... So it does, it does show that... Um, and it's quite funny. I was looking at Joss Whedon and what he thought of the movie. So he thought Edgar Wright's script was the best script that Marvel had, full stop. And he was really sad that Edgar had to drop off and whatnot. Well, I think some scenes were certainly, like, definitely Edgar Wright. You know, mm. like in the briefcase. Is that yeah. giving away? Yeah, the briefcase. The train, the, the yeah, train. it's not giving away too much, I don't think. No. <laughs> no. 
So yeah, so yeah, I think he was a forgettable villain for me.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's safe to say that DC does have the edge on villains, and they always had that.、Uh, which is why earlier I mentioned that Loki is probably my favorite MCU villain at the moment because、mm-hmm. he's like I, I almost fear for the Avengers' safety when they're fighting him. Whereas in this case, Ant Man for me was never really in any danger at any point.、Mm. Um, I mean, they tried to sort of, you know, he could have got stepped on, he could have got shot at, but then you knew, like, you know, that was never going to happen. That's right. So for me, it was a very straightforward Marvel formula.、Um, good、What? scripts at times.、Um, acting was, I, th- I thought Michael Douglas was really good. Yep. Yeah, it was nice to see him back.、Mm. What about the、uh, effects? Special effects. Convin- CGI. It was. Convin- I, I thought I mean, it was unique looking.、Mm-hmm. You know, when he went small. Yeah. Yeah, you、so、got the, that sort of blurry background effect, and yeah, I think they did really well. I think when they were making Michael Douglas look younger, that was amazing. Like、mm. much better than how it worked in Captain America with the skinny、yeah. versus both. Like,、uh, yeah, both. I mean, like it looks like, so realistic. I mean, like、yeah. how did they do it? I don't know. Much、um, better than、uh, Tron. Tron two, remember that? <laughs> He was the actor in that, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit. You could tell, like his face was all、mm. messed up. Um. Yeah, so so that covers the actors off. Do we miss anyone?、Uh, there are a couple of cameos from the Avengers, but we won't spoil anything.、Um, there was a really good fight scene there between、yep. Ant Man and, and a particular Avenger. Yeah, and if you're gonna watch the movie this week, make sure you stay for the end credits.、Mm-hmm. There's gonna、yeah. be two scenes. Yeah, there're gonna、yes. be two. So one before they, you go through every single、mm-hmm. list of animator slash audio guy slash cameraman help desk help. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, and it, the opening, Jeff. How did they how did they do for the opening? I think it was about fifty seven million. I th- yeah, I heard fifty eight. Yeah, which you hope compared to the other movies that they've had Marvel, it's that's not fantastic. But、mm. you hope that it'll pick up. I、mm. guess, like, and, we, and we might play a part in that. So.、Mm. Um, yeah, a lot. I think a lot of good moments. Because、um, I don't want to see the last one.、No. Oh, don't worry. We'll talk about that in a sec. <laughs> Apparently, you won't. I think that's all we can spoil for now. That Ant Man will be back, so he doesn't die in the movie. <laughs> nah, nice. Okay, right. Let's not talk about that. Okay.、Um, but yeah, so overall, I think you know it's a fun movie to watch. Yeah.、Um, I rec- I recommend it. Yeah, but I think also it's worth talking about the comic books a little bit.、Mm-hmm. Ant Man is a founding member of the Avengers, so he's a lot bigger than the current way that they're portraying Ant Man. Like he's sort of a You know, a bit part player. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Um, Hank Pym is the creator、Richard. of Ultron,、mm-hmm. not Tony Stark. So there's a lot there that you know, for convenience sake as well as Robert Downey Jr. that they've sort of changed the story up a little bit. Yeah. So I can't wait to see what they do in Captain America three, which is Civil War,、mm-hmm. uh, because Hank Pym does play a big part.、Um, it has been confirmed that the Wasp is going to be in、But、Captain America three. Wasn't hope as well. That's another change、mm-hmm. that they've made. Yeah. So the original、um, Wasp was Hank Pym's wife, I think Janet. Janet, Janet Van Dyne. Yeah. yeah. So the timelines have changed a little bit、um, for the movie universe compared to the comic book one, but、uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because this is now the end of Phase Two,、uh, moving into Phase Three of、mm-hmm. Marvel Universe, which、yep. the next big one is going to be Captain America. Yeah. Captain America. Yes.、Yeah. Is it Doctor Strange is next? Yeah, Doctor Strange Black later in the year. Yeah, yeah Doctor Strange, and then what do we have next? Anyway, we've been through that timeline <laughs> before, so yeah.、Um, yeah, a lot of good things to come. 
thanks for uh, joining us for this episode. You can write to us on Twitter. Um, our handle is now the brand new spanking the lazy couch. Um, you can also email us if you're old school that way. Uh, the lazy couch podcast at gmail.com. Search for us on Facebook and Google Plus and Instagram. Um, as always, our website has everything you need. So thelazycouch.com. Um, and don't forget to rate us on iTunes if you're listening through an Apple device. And uh, Kelv out. Jeff out. Emily out. Okay, so thanks for staying to the end of the show. We're now going to do a spoiler-filled thoughts of what we mm. thought about Atman. So, what you, did you really think? <laughs> not really think. Oh, Emily, before you explode. Um, well, as I said to you, I really what I loved about the movie was it gave me a very good appreciation of ants um, <laughs> and sheep. And sheep. Oh, apparently, Paul Rudd like he has an ant farm now. Really? In, in his house, yeah. Now we love him even more. <laughs> but. They just, like, who knew that ants could work together and, like... Mm. You just need that, like, ear piece to uh, control their brains. And they're so caring and they give you sugar cubes. Did you cry when Anthony got shot? I was very upset. No, she she was in front of us, so she was trying to hold it back. (laughs) It was... Anthony, like, and then it was that, like, that's what oh, I was like, okay. who saw that coming? I was yeah. like, Anthony, was, they were going to like fly off into the ant sunset together <laughs> at the end. And then it was like, boom, he's killed by a no. like, ant was killed by a bullet. And like, then that slow motion of the wing. I know. I was like, they spent two seconds trying to make you cry. I was like, wait, so is he out there with one wing? Like, <laughs> is he still alive? <laughs> I'm still here. Um, as, as they fly away. Um, I mean, overall, I thought, Hope could have played a bigger part. I think it was it was it was I the the, the loophole is they had the wasp uniform partially built up, mm-hmm. so the both of them could have done this mission, or she could have done it herself. But as they pointed out, <laughs> she was not expendable. Oh, mm. but, but it was very late. I think it was a very sad excuse to not include. The her. whole movie literally could have ended with her just being like going in and getting like she because she was like it would have been over. She yeah. easily could have kicked... She was kick-ass way more than... Yeah, so she was a b- better ad whisperer. She yeah. was a better fighter, right? Yeah, but, you know, Scott kind of, you know, picked pick things up, right? Like, pretty pretty well. Yeah. He was doing pretty well. He could jump through the keyhole and everything. <laughs> it took him a while, though. Yeah, it did, yeah. He kept running there. into the keyhole. Mm. Um, so hang on, so how Civil did he not break War? that door, by the way? I was just like, <laughs> how, what? Yeah, how can he punch people at the weight of, you know, 200 times a man's strength of men, but not... We've had this discussion before, though. I, 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 people like like superheroes as well because of their superhero powers, and like you know, obviously, I mean, a big contradiction here is Buffy. Obviously, has got her superhero powers, and I love Buffy. But really, um, <laughs> you want to talk about I like, that? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like superheroes that are off also just humans. That you know, and he obviously has a suit, but the suit didn't give him as much power as I think people assumed it would. Mm-hmm. It was him working with the ants. Mm. Yeah. That was the, a lot of the power, which yeah. I was just like, that is so cool. No, and, and I like that quick jab that, you know, one of the lines was, why don't you get the Avengers <laughs> to do this? And then and then Hank Pym just basically said, what, you think this is some Tony Stark Iron Man suit? Like, this, this could change the world. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think of... The whole alternate reality subparticle universe. Mm, the quantum realm. The quantum realm. Um, yeah. I wanted him to see Janet in there. I was yeah. like, is he going to bump into Janet? There's been some talk about another hidden character in there, but like it was actually yeah. shown, but oh. kind of not really visible. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. So, mm, so well, what, obviously what that's going to happen though later. Yeah. It was all very convenient though. I feel like mm. he had that disc and he was like, you know, kind of tripping and then he was like, oh, wait, I've got my disc. And yeah, he had one left yeah. and he almost lost it, which you know he wouldn't. Um, what do you guys think about the kid? I loved her, Cassie. Cassie? Yeah. yeah. She was really good. She was so cute. So you did a bit of research, Jeff, and she... Yeah, so Cassie Lang uh, ends up becoming a superhero herself. Mm. In the comics, cool. yeah. yeah. She has a heart problem in the comics, doesn't she? Does she? Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Which is why it makes it even more like uh, dramatic for yeah. Scott to try yeah. and do well. Yeah, so she becomes part of the Young Avengers as a stature. What's her power? Do you so know? I think she just grows bigger, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like her dad mm. later on. Mm. So maybe that, I think... Yes. So it might be a... Yeah, because Hank Pym in future Avenger comic mm. books becomes huge and big and, you know, he becomes more helpful. He basically. becomes a lot of things, doesn't he? Like Hank yeah. Pym, he's... Uh, yeah. He's into domestic violence. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so there was a scene because yeah. of... So, if you, the, according to the comic book, if you inhale too much pim particles over time, your body actually generates pim particles. Mm-hmm. So you automatically actually produce that stuff. So, but it messes with the chemistry of your blood and you get a bit more tired. And I think they tried to allude in the movie yeah. that it was messing with his head, yeah. which I was that made me really confused about the villain in the movie. Yeah. So I was like, is it he a no, villain? But hang on, that was... Darren Cross had the yellow particles. Yeah, he had the cross, cross, cross particles. particles. Yeah. Cross oh, particles. Good point, no, good point. Yeah. And also maybe because his helmet isn't screwed on right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, they was, point out the helmet. But then I just, I just felt like, I was like, so what is the, what is him and what's not him? Is he a villain or is it? Yeah, so the very weak villain. I mean, yeah. the acting was... Pretty... Well, it was almost exactly the same storyline as the first Iron Man. Because um, Jeff Bridges yeah. again. Yeah. Because yeah. he was like... He was okay, and then suddenly he just becomes a villain. Yeah. But how weird was it? Like, okay, what we were going to talk about before, like, he touches that guy's arm, and he's like, you know, oh, it's so sad that you don't agree with me. And then mm. in the toilets, he, like, zaps him. It's <laughs> like, oh, well. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and how did you put pin particles in a gun, cross particles, whatever it is? Um, had a chat my barista about the movie as well this morning. One of, of the things, course you did. Of course mm. I did. what I do. Mm. Um, and the things he mentioned was, you know, like, it was, he was just so forgettable. I mean, the guy had laser beams for crying out loud. You know, that was pretty much Tony Stark type tech, and he still couldn't take down the Ant Man. Mm. How so, does he control, like, learn to control? That was the first time yeah. he put, put the, the suit on. on. Yeah. Assume, yeah. yeah. Um, but the big plot hole that, um, oh, I forget the guy's name, but you know, the guy that was adamant on getting the technology to take away. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gets away with the cross particles yeah. as well, which. Oh, yeah, the guy who topples a, governments for fun, apparently. Yeah, right. yeah. KGB or something. I mean, what was he doing with S.H.I.E.L.D. then in the first 30 seconds of the film? Yeah, that's what I was yeah. doing. I'm going to have to research into that more. I think. And also, right at the end, Hydra was there, right? Yeah. What's that's with that? Because that was after Captain America 2 where Hydra was actually S.H.I.E.L.D., which maybe explains why that guy was there all along. No, but mm-hmm. in uh, Age of Ultron, the Avengers were, you know, cleaning up Hydra. Yeah. But they were saying Hydra is back. Yeah, so, so I don't know. Okay. Um, should we talk about the end credit scenes? Yes. We should. So what's the first? The first one was, ah, oh, the wasp. Yeah. So her coming back. Uh, we spoke it's about, about time. It's about, oh, God. The whole movie was about time and that she should have <laughs> worn the damn uniform and finished everything off for them. Uh, but the second one's really interesting. So it had the Falcon, which is the Avenger he fought during the movie. Yeah. Um, and a Captain America, Emily's favorite. Babe. Babe. Um, and... Bucky. Steve Rogers. Yeah, and Bucky. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been doing a bit of reading. Apparently Bucky's arm was caught in a vice. 
I didn't realize that. Mm. And that see, that's why he was just sitting there he's and not fighting like, back. Yeah, I didn't really yeah, notice it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was maybe a large magnet or something. <laughs> I mean, that's how you defeat the Winter Soldier. Um, so that does confirm a few things. One, in Civil War, mm-hmm. they won't be looking for Bucky. So Bucky's going to be part right. of whatever Captain America starts up to go against Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So he does actually play a pretty big part. I think I thought he was a good kind of villain. Mm. He was a good villain. Like, I could see him defeating Captain America. Mm. Uh, he was scary. No, nah, he was pretty scary with the whole metal arm. What is, uh, is this kind of strong like? Or he went through the same program as Captain well, America? Well, the, the flawed program. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. Because I think the Hank, the pin particles were also an alternative to the super soldier serum that they tried to replicate over and over again, which is why S.H.I.E.L.D. was so obsessed with it because they couldn't replicate what Captain America had. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing Russia tried the same thing and failed, yeah. and hence why there was a Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, the other sort of quick things we can g- grab from some of the script was there was already that mistrust between Captain America and Iron Man because mm-hmm. he's like, there's no way we can tell Tony Stark about this. Mm-hmm. Um, he does trust Falcon, obviously, because he's from the original Avengers. Mm-hmm. But he still have, hasn't obviously told anything to the new Avengers, which is the Vision, Scarlet Witch, um, those guys. Mm-hmm. So, How did you feel about the fight between Falcon and Ant-Man? Because I really liked it, but then I really felt for Falcon because it really just showed... I mean... I was just talking about humans, you know, having mm. extra powers and, you know, really working with... But it really showed how vulnerable he was. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, so the Falcon in the comic books can talk to pigeons. So he's the pigeon whisperer. I've often wanted to talk to pigeons, mm. so yeah. I'm very envious. And I haven't talked to pigeons, actually, yeah. <laughs> they don't talk that. <laughs> they do, you just don't okay. know what they think. Right. Um, so one of the funny side effects of his power is birds have a weird sense of time. So when he gets his pigeons to go and collect information, they can't come back and tell him when, how, like... They just tell him stuff. Um, so that's his superpower. But here, you're right. He's an average human being with a suit. Mm. So he's kind of like Iron Man, but way more exposed. Yeah, like really way more exposed. Yeah. And Ant could take him down in like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and he does, in the comic book, he does become Captain America. Falcon. Yeah. Falcon becomes Captain uh, America. Okay. Do you know as well, which was I, I really didn't realize about Ant Man, was I thought the whole point was he wasn't able to be seen, but then like Falcon had these amazing glasses, like I see you, I see you, uh, yeah. I see you. <laughs> yeah, I know he had, he, and he knew how to like clap his wings together to create like you know that sound impact, that sound wave that sort of threw him around a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a good scene. It was good. My yeah. favorite scene though was the uh, the briefcase. I know that when yeah. we activate Siri. Yeah. Lifesavers paid for a cameo. Yeah, I know. I also Apple paid for the yeah, cameo, Apple right? Went yeah. For a cameo. So they Siri playing disintegration by the Cure. <laughs> that was really cool. No, that, that was a really cool really scene. Really good. I mean, that, that overall, that whole fight scene was really good. Thomas the tank engine. And how it like threw at the window and it just like, made, like it just it was so cool how yeah. it was this massive fight, but. Yeah, and then it was like being fought on the scale of little ants. It was, and then they came big and became small. And then that large ant that later became the pet dog. <laughs> yeah, that was um, weird. That's yeah. kind of. It just made me like again appreciate ants so more, but also because I've seen them now, how how it can be when they're a dog. And I love dogs. <laughs> I so... kind of think that what honey. Would you I... feed a giant ant. Sugar, cubes, yes. or candy. Grass. Grass. <laughs> Grass. I mean, they yeah. kind of did that in Honey, I Shrank the Kids, right? Yeah. But no one really felt for the ants because they were kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, in this world, ants are like Yeah, amazing. Awesome. Like, did you see the one scene when they were going down the pipes and they could surf on ants? Yeah, and they, they create a power surge. Like, yeah. man. <laughs> and they knew what they were doing. They knew what circuit boards were. Almost too much power. I think they were almost mm. too overpowered. Yeah, like 
the ants could take over the world. Like, you know, right you like ants, but should we fear them? Yeah. So, so that's, that's pretty much what we, you know, thought of the film. Um, what else can we talk about? Was there a musical score worth mentioning? Not really. I didn't really notice. I loved no. the one standout as well was the Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, that no. That was pretty funny. No, Thomas the Tank Engine. I mean, how they got rid of that is... Like, how do you how do you not explain that stuff? So the cops come by, they see a giant ant and a life-size Thomas Tank Engine. How do you explain that? Oh, how do you explain the... How did you like the cover-up, you know, Paul? How could, like... Uh, how could he just not get out of jail? Like, you know, just yeah, not what in was a that normal about? way. Really yeah. Like, hey, sorry, I was a big misunderstanding. You didn't really rob my house. And so. considering how rich Hank Pym is, you could just order a higher lawyer and just get it done. Why yeah. Why make him go through all that and trouble? Then, like, but the whole, we, we, there was something wrong with our security system or like yeah. that whole really half-assed. Like, yeah. This is why you disappeared. <laughs> so the other, the other complaint I was reading on Reddit was, you know how they blew up the building anyway? So why blow up the servers and electrify and all that? Oh, yeah. And I was actually talking about this last night as well. Like, what about all the people inside? Like, obviously, it was getting evacuated. But surely some people would have been like, hey, you don't know what's going yeah. on. We're just going to wait it out. And it was so <laughs> well thought out as well. They blew it up and then they shrunk it. Which one? So the, when they blew up the building, you realize it, it, it shrunk. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, so which yeah. is why there was no shockwave, because Michael Douglas was on some stretcher right outside the building. So maybe the people inside the building, they all got stuck in the quantum realm. Yeah, maybe. 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 Yeah. maybe but who, mm. Not like Michael. So they're still alive. But thankfully, that security guard made it out. Yeah, that one security guard you saved, just to... <laughs> the most yeah, random scene. Yeah, all those other ones he knocked out. And yeah, like, why even go back to do that? Why even make that scene? It's just so... Because he's just a cool guy. He's a oh, cool yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was all for Michael, wasn't it? He was... He was to T.I. as well. Come on, guy. <laughs> I was like, hells yes, T.I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. So that's what it. What else can we say about it? I, that's that's gone. That's my notes in full. So that's it. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm out. So um, basically, my takeaway was an ant as a man, who's a man that's an ant. Ooh. It just turned out a lot better than I was. I went in with like. Mm, it was more ant man than like, pant man. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Although that's an idea yeah. there. So pant man. Oh. <laughs> It's better than uh, Bat Ape. Bat Ape. Was there was an ape who became Batman. Anyway, okay. we won't talk about that for now, but there's actually a comic book hero called Bat Ape. So, Emily, so how do we find you? How do people, you know, follow your tweets and, and what's your Twitter handle and what, all that good stuff? It's at Emily Gutierrez, funnily enough, my name. <laughs> I know, I was one of the lucky people to get my name.